Hello and welcome to Nice Jewish Fangirls. My name is Michal Shek and I'm your host. I'm joined by my co-hosts Essam Rosenberg and Tamar Herman. Uh, however, this episode is a little bit different because we recorded it live over Facebook uh, to celebrate our 25th episode. So enjoy our conversation about gifts, answering your questions, etc., etc. It's really a, a really good time and we had fun doing it. As always, you can find me on Twitter at InkAzarine. You can find Tamar at at Tamara Writes. You can find SM at Floating Spirals, and you can find Nice Jewish Fangirls on Twitter at Jewish Fangirls, and Nice Jewish Fangirls all around the internet. Uh, in addition, you can email us at nicejewishfangirls.gmail.com, and don't forget to leave us an iTunes rating and review. Thanks so much, and enjoy the show. Hi, three Rachel. people! We have three people! Who are you? Rachel's here! Awesome! Pina's Hi. here! Hi, Pina! Pina's our guest in episode... Harry no Potter. Idea. Yes. <laughs> episode of Harry Potter. It was called We Loved You, Harry Potter. Um, we still love you some days. Yeah. Not Friday. No. <laughs> is, my, is my face breaking up for everyone or just... Yeah, occasionally just there's like a line down the middle. I don't know why. It's the streaming. That's okay, so whatever. I'm still cute even if I'm not even. Yeah, you're very cute. You're adorable. You're, yeah. you're the cutest. I have BD8 earrings on. I don't know if you can tell. Oh, cute! Did you see the BB-8? Well, whatever. BB-8 potato thing. <laughs> I saw. I did. Yeah, BB-8s are awesome. <laughs> Hi, Panina. Hi, Jason. That's awesome. Um, yeah, SM. Why don't you start us? Off okay. So session. my current obsession is the show on the CW Seed, which is the CW Seed's sister site, which has a ton of free streaming stuff, um, and it's a show called Forever. And I want to discuss three aspects of this show. Uh, one aspect is how I came to find this show. The other aspect is about the main character and what makes him special. And the third aspect is um, the uh, essentially the the third the second lead in the show or the third lead in the show, um, who is probably the best Jewish character that you have never heard of. Um, and yeah, and I just want to fangirl all about that. So firstly, I found out about this show. Um, I actually been wanting to watch a show. I thought it was it existed a long time before it actually existed because I watched this show New Amsterdam when I was in high school and I loved it. It was about this immortal detective who had been cursed yeah, to. That was on for like a minute. <laughs> yeah, it was on for like literally eight episodes, but I loved it. Was... And like, it starred Jamie Lannister before he was Jamie Lannister. <laughs> and like, when people were telling me to watch Game of Thrones, nobody mentioned that it's Jamie Lannister, that Nikolai Coaster Waldo was in it. And like, when I finally started watching Game of Thrones and I saw him, I was like, why did nobody tell me this? But then <laughs> it was, I was on around the same time they had Birds of Prey. Yeah. Oh, that was And like, I was like, nobody would have told me that Nikolai Coaster Waldo was in it because That's why would anyone York, know? Right? It was like old New York. It, it was, yeah, it took place in New York as New Amsterdam. Um, right. So he it's came from old Amsterdam oh. to New York and he was. Was a vampire? No, he was not a vampire. He uh, saved the life of an Indian, a Native American Indian girl, and then you know, <laughs> then there was magic, you know, involved. Her tribe rewarded him with eternal life until he meets his true love, and then he will become mortal and they can grow old together. Right. Um. So. I just, I, I, I love that show, you know, racist problems aside. <laughs> so forever, all of these, all of the reviews that I read about that show were uh, about New Amsterdam were all like, this is just like forever. And I was like, what is this show forever? I need to watch it. Apparently they were only referencing a book, which didn't exist as a show at the time. But then I was seeing all of these commercials recently for a show on the CWC called Forever starring... Ian Griffith. Oh, what? Oops, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, like, really meta with you. Michal looking yeah. at our uh, live stream. I yeah, to just share it. <laughs> yeah, so there's just a show called... I saw I saw these commercials and starring Ian Griffith, whose name is spelled Eowyn Griffud, but he's Welsh, so none of his syllables make any sense. Right. So um, letters don't mean things in Welsh. And he was Mr. Fantastic in the... Um, original Fantastic Four movie that also had Chris Evans as Human Torch, whatever. Most people don't know who he was, but I liked him anyway. And then there was, um, yeah, so these commercials were coming on for this show, and I was like, oh, it looks like it's, the, it's that show that was being referenced in all those New Amsterdam reviews. So then I started watching it, and it's about an immortal medical examiner who lives in New York, and he solves murder cases 
um, with the police department, and it's just like New Amsterdam, except there are more episodes of it, and there is there are more characters and better character development, and it's so good. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was on after Shield, and it was kind of like it a lasted movie. a whole season. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it lasted twenty two episodes, which is significantly more than eight. That is true. Yes, That's true. Um, and so what I like about the uh, the main character, and what I think sets him apart from like the current uh, trend of you know detective, brilliant, you know, genius, um, people like Sherlock and House and things like that, though he's not sociopathic, you know, <laughs> and like there's never an implication that he's remotely sociopathic and he's That's not, <laughs> he's not, he's not this kind of dark anti-hero who, um, his deductive abilities, he doesn't, he did, the way House and, and Sherlock tend to do things is, like, they'll deduce everything about you from, like, these little cues that you give mm -hmm. off, and then after they've done that, they're, like, basically to them that means, okay, I figured you out, you're boring now. <laughs> um, with him, he's, like, you know, he figures all these things out, but that doesn't bore him, it just intrigues him, and he's, like, a genuinely curious and warm and interested person. Um, and I found that very refreshing compared to, um, you know, Sherlock, right. say. So it has a Jewish connection, right? And the Jewish connection is Abraham, who is like... Like Abraham? Like... Like, not Abraham Avinu from, like, no. the Bible. No, okay. no, 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 no. There is a character named Abraham, okay. okay? They call him Abe a lot of the time, but I have an uncle named Abe, so I'm going to refer to him as Abraham All because right. it's very confusing to me. Um, Hi, and... Joe. Thank you for coming. <laughs> um, so, Abraham is Henry, the main character, his name is Henry Morden, Dr. Henry Morden, and he is, um, he's English, and he's, um, he's got the great accent and everything, and he's got this adopted son named Abraham, and Abraham's backstory, you find out in, like, the second, third episode, um, Abraham was a baby at the time of the Holocaust, and they found him in a concentration camp, that they were, that he, so Henry and Henry's wife, well, she wasn't his wife at the time, she was a nurse at the time, and they eventually got married. So her name was Abigail. So Henry and Abigail were involved in the liberation of a concentration camp, I think it was Auschwitz, mm -hmm. and um, they found this baby, and he was in good health, and they basically, they adopted him, and they brought him up, and he has a tattoo um, that he had as a baby, and it shows it, you know, in the present, um, and he, the character is, like, integrally, and he feels integrally and authentically Jewish, as in, he doesn't feel like one of those random, those characters who, like, they'll throw in a last name, or they'll, you know, just mention Hanukkah or something, you know, and, like, you know, you find out that they're Jewish, you know, and it's just kind of a tacked-on piece of their identity. He feels like this is an integral part of his identity. He talks like an, like a cranky old you know guy from Brooklyn, and he uses Yiddish. Um, it doesn't really make sense um, because he you know he was adopted by two English people, and like he wouldn't have grown up using Yiddish phrases this way, you know, and like he wouldn't necessarily have developed the accent. But like I don't care, because it's awesome. Okay, so like there's one time when so he's Henry... older than his father. Oh, at this point, yes. Right, okay. At this point, yes, he has outaged his father, and like so Henry, you know, they they're just roommates now, uh -huh. um, and. Yes. Yeah, but he also, so, so Abe, um, yeah, so he uses Yiddish, like, there's one time, like, Henry is doing something, like, super reckless, and Abe is, is, like, not really, you know, on board with this, and Henry's like, have a little faith, and Abe is like, I have faith in lots of things, I have, like the Yankees, this fakakta plan, not so much, and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, you're the best, and it's I just. I wonder who was on the writing staff. I don't know. I think it definitely has to do yeah. a lot with the actor also. Yeah. And I heard that my friend Carlo mentioned, shout out to Carlo, if you're She's there. Um, <laughs> you might watch this afterwards, but I'm giving a shout out anyway. Um, she said that he played Jeff Goldblum's dad in Independence Day. Oh. So he, she was like, when she saw him on Forever, which she is also a fan of, um, she, saw, she knew that he was going to be really great at portraying a Jewish person. And what... Also, I love about this character is that the Jewish aspect is very clear and very, you know, involved in the character development and the and the nature of the character. But also, he has many other aspects of his of his personality and of his life because he's he's like sixty 
70-year-old man at this point, and he's got, like, this rich, full life of experiences. Like, right now he's an antiques dealer, and he's, he's got all of his business connections and stuff, right. and he's, you know... Um, but he was also, he's a war veteran, he fought in the Vietnam War, and he was also um, an activist afterwards, you know, against other wars, and he just, you know, he feels like a full person, you know, who, the Judaism is very integral to his identity, but it isn't the thing that defines him entirely as a character, which is, it's very hard to do, and they do it, I think, very well, and yes. Awesome. Best Jewish character you've never heard of. <laughs> and I recommend watching the show just for him. That okay. sounds like for one of my podcasts we're doing like year end uh, awards, but they're not the normal ones, and that sounds like a category. Like the best Jew <laughs> you've never heard of goes to. <laughs> um, ah. My obsession isn't really an obsession and more is like a necessity of the month. I'm really, really into gift giving right now. Oh. <laughs> um, like but finding like the right thing. This year I've really managed it for everyone except my roommate who I didn't realize was here this morning, and I said to a friend who had stayed for Shabbos what I was going to get her, and then she's like, you know I'm here. Spoilers! And I was like, well, no, I'm not getting you that. So, I don't know, I just really think there's something, like, nice and magical about finding, like, a gift that matches the person. Even if they, like, don't really need anything, like, my brother-in-law thinks he's getting an Amazon gift card, but he is not getting an Amazon gift card because he told me directly it'd be given to my niece and nephew's things. I'm like, that's not what I want to get you. So then I came up with something else great that I think he will probably not use. Um, <laughs> but it made me really happy to come up with something that I could imagine him using. Uh, I don't know. I just I just really like gift giving. And I've discovered the joys of Etsy and Redbubble oh, through it. Etsy. So <laughs> it's <Yeah>. really dangerous. <laughs> Etsy I, is massively problematic. I had two Etsy packages come yesterday. And it was just like, my was just looking at me like, why? Because like, this is for this gift, and this is for oh, also part of that gift. <laughs> so I'm just really into that right now. That's awesome. Um, Want to say hello to Boris, Alexis, Zachary, and Ronald. Hi guys. If you have any questions, you can leave them, and we'll we will get to them. I don't I don't know if you have any questions. We have one question but, so far. Though, oh, awesome. Um, but or something you want us to talk about or address or anything. Uh, like wait, that. what's your current obsession? I, oh, Okay, we were getting there. My current obsession is Kelly Marie Tram. Oh, I saw you tweet something about <laughs> oh her today. Oh my god, she plays Rose in... Because I was thinking, like, I'm obsessed with... I'm, like, low-key obsessed with a whole bunch of things right now. Like, obviously, Star Wars is coming out, and... Uh, you low-key, low-key obsessed with Star Wars. Wars. I mean, listen, I didn't want... <laughs> I've already Michal, seen wait, you wait, For context, Michal... Michal muted keywords related to Star Wars on Twitter today so that she wouldn't see any spoilers from the premiere. Like, that, that happened. This wasn't necessary when The Force Awakens came out, but then, like, everybody's like, the embargo's lifting, you have to do it! So I was like, fine, I'll do it. And then, because I, I started to see things, and I was like, ugh. Um, I've never muted anything before, so. Um, but um, I'm also obsessed with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is on now, and I'm, like, really enjoying that. But, um, yeah, Kelly Marie Tran is playing Rose in the new Star Wars movie, and she is basically one of us. <laughs> um, like, no kidding, she she wore a Ravenclaw tie to her first, like, two auditions for this part. Um, she was, like, I think, I don't even think you could say a struggling actress. She was, like, she was struggling to be a struggling actress, and she got this part in Star Wars, and, like, all of her interviews... Someone, Someone asked, asked what, 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 what are you doing? And when, there, when there's hot water in the bottom, see, these feet are darker, and these ones, there's no hot drink in the top, so now they're supposed to be faded entirely. It, it doesn't work as well as it used to. It's from the Universal Parks. A uh, friend got it for me because I did her a big favor. My mug has a TARDIS. And, and it also changes. When, it's, when there's hot liquid, which this is cold liquid, but when there's hot liquid, it appears in space. These are all my mugs. And disappears from here. I also have... I have this mug actually at home. I think my friend gets on This is a Aladdin mug that actually belongs to my roommate. And then this one is of my favorite Korean uh, music video, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that one. Uh, but yeah, so um, she's not on Twitter, but she's on Instagram, and she's oh, like, she yeah, she's so cute. Oh my god, she's like really, really sweet, and it's just like she, you know, I saw some things from the premiere last night, and like she saw Daisy Ridley and just like went over and like hugged her, like collapsed into her arms in a hug, and like so hearing her in interviews, she's she's incredibly like you can tell she like a normal person who like this amazing thing happened to, and I'm just like. So happy for her, and I can't wait to see her in the movie. I'm like, I'm, 
I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with Kelly Marie Tran. <laughs> I have it's also really great for like representation because I, I know like I have a lot of you know Asian American friends who are like excuse like I get to be in Star Wars. What are you talking about? Like that's yeah. So it's really really awesome. Um, yeah, I think she's talked about that quite a bit. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, she has a good interview with BuzzFeed that kind mm-hmm. of like introduced her to the world. Well, we're gonna get an introduction to her. Um. <laughs> This Thursday? Thursday night. Hey. I can't believe it. My tickets are at 9.30. I'm just going to hide from Twitter. Um, before we continue, we've got two questions, so let's all answer those. Um, the first one was directed at me. It was from Micah, and it was if I played Blood Rage again since, <laughs> since I was talking about it the last time. Did the answered. murder kill? <laughs> yeah, no, the, the answer is no, but we did play a new game with the same people, the Shabbos. It was called What Do You Meme? And it's like a meme version of Apple of Cards Against Humanity, and it's just horribly written. Like, the yeah. idea is really great, but their cards need a lot of, like, editing and better content. So, like, we would laugh, like, only, like, once every ten minutes, which is just a fail of a game like that. So, no, I haven't played, what is it, Blood Rage Ragnarok or Ragnarok Blood Rage again. So I have not killed any, um, like, Thor Valkyries or anything lately. I did see Thor Ragnarok, though, and I like that. <laughs> And then the other one was um, Dove asked, hi Dove, um, he asked if it's uh, frequent that movies hire Jewish cultural advisors. I believe that it is relatively, is it? yeah, for movies it's not abnormal. For TV shows I think it's entirely normal. I mean like a lot of the people you know who write a lot of these TV shows are Jewish so they feel like they probably don't need I mean I think in general most, most films that are based on history or books do tend to get yeah. consultants to some degree. That doesn't mean I listen to them. No, I agree. Like, yeah. But I don't yeah. think I don't think that's so like Moana had like you know for um Polynesian well, well yeah I mean they would have been skewered if they hadn't done that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if the attention to like Jewish like The Stranger Among Us is very inaccurate and that was written by a Jewish guy. So you know it's it's hard like it's, it's sometimes the was more, more robust. Like, I mean, I yeah. think it depends on the movie and who's yeah. directing it and who's producing it, whatever the budget is. Yeah, yeah. a lot of the time, they, I feel like if the author is Jewish, people will assume they don't need to consult with it. <laughs> no, Rachel, we haven't had any success getting through the Arrowverse with their terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they won't listen to us for some reason. Send us, the, send them our link. Tweet at them. Yeah, we were all kind of like, should we watch? What was it? Oh. Crisis on Earth. I watched it because I watched. Well, you, you watched the shows, show and but these two don't, so it didn't make sense to, to anybody to who watch it. doesn't know what we're talking about. Arrowverse, the CW series, like Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, and they just had a crossover event that essentially took their characters to a world where the Nazis won, and the characters ended up in concentration camps, and there was some weird stuff going on. They were in the concentration camp for, like, as I predicted, for, like, literally five minutes, which was the problem, the main problem with, if you're gonna do that, you know, like, you minimize the experience of what actually a concentration camp is. And also then that's just, like... And it makes it look like, you know, anyone could have gotten out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I didn't watch it. I was considering (laughs) watching it, but I don't, obviously I don't watch any of the shows, but then I, and I also, like, would have to watch, what, four episodes to mm-hmm. get the whole arc, which, yeah, it's like one, <laughs> it's like, it's like a, you know, a, a very long Exactly, movie. yeah. I'm just thinking so. about how they, like, were like, we need a token concentration camp. Yeah. Like, who had that idea and thought that was a good idea? Oh, my sister took, you know, you know the what incarnation meme? You mm-hmm. know, with the, there's a guy with a cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, goes what incarnation, you know, and so like people take those, take the cowboy hat and they put it on different things, you know, anything, and anything that rhymes with tarnation is fair game for this <laughs> meme, so like my sister took it and put it, you know, there's a Nazi version of Supergirl, and so she took a cowboy hat and put it on Supergirl's <laughs> head and <laughs> captioned it, what in Holocaust appropriation? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say... What in concentration? Yeah, I thought that's yeah. where you're no, going. No, no, what in uh, Holocaust appropriation? I do know that the, the arc got a lot of, like, positive responses for, like, some other diversity There was really good, like, I'm torn because there was really good representation of LGBTQ characters. Um, and, like, there were gay superheroes everywhere. And, like, I feel like this is the kind of, you know thing that, you know, could be considered a milestone in mainstream superhero action, you know, television but because of how many, you heaven know. Heaven forbid there's Jewish superheroes. Like, who could yeah. Like, they were, and there was Jew- Jewish people, but they then they were acknowledged as being Jewish, but, like, not in the same, the representation was done so much better for um, the LGBTQ cast members versus the, uh, 
versus the uh, the Jewish ones, and it was just it was yeah, it was not not great. Well, it's aside from being our twenty-fifth episode, we discussed something special we could do, and we're gonna do Gay Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I didn't prepare anything. We for this. kind of came up with this on the spot. So yeah. I'm gonna bring also, like I I know I have, I have a gift recommendation really that you should buy. <laughs> Whoever does not have one, you should buy. The unofficial Hogwarts Haggadah, and give oh it my to God! You. No, 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 we're not, we're not sponsored by this. You know, your dad should start giving us money at this point. Um, we're vetoing that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a live stream. It's done. <laughs> anyway, um, how about you? So, I guess for me, I, I don't, I don't necessarily have anything like, like a specific thing, but I have fallen in love with a website called Society Six, which is like. Zazzle or Redbubble or like all of these websites where you can get like personalized stuff, but you can get like anything. Okay, so you can get like window curtains and towels and bath mats and and like and like those beanbag chairs and like uh, clocks and like just and you can fandomize anything. <laughs> so I got myself like a, a throw blanket with um with like Harry's like glasses on them and the, and the, it's, it's, I'm so into it guys I'm like every so often I just go there and I'm like this stuff's really expensive but I really want it <laughs> and I got like all of my like secret uh, Sansa secret Santa mystery, mystery Maccabee no, not mystery Maccabee that Ooh. didn't come from there but because um, I hadn't found it yet actually but uh, the other like gift exchanges I was doing I got somebody like a really cool um, uh, Silmarillion character poster. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then also um, a Veronica Mars bag that, like, has, like, kind of art of her on it and, like, we used to be friends. Um, oh. <laughs> I know, which is a little bit like that line. Yeah. Is a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect, but, but it's no, gonna make I, I, every time they look at it, they're going to have the song in their head. Yeah, so and that's really the Veronica Mars song now. Yeah, yeah. We used um, to be friends. I go. You can also get, like, you can get um, athletic leggings, um, like obviously T-shirts and socks. Is that where your kids No, those those. But I think they were from somewhere else. But I have gotten some leggings from there. Um, we all just got like Wonder Woman themed yeah. <laughs> sportswear for a part of our, yeah. our, our like a mystery Maccabee gift exchange. Yeah. So um, I like the way I posted. Also, I was like, it was oh, so it cute. Was so cute. I thought you were definitely take a picture with was, you in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Well, um, my Nobody's allowed to see me in leggings. My gift guy, my gift idea is also Harry Potter related, so we all failed on diversity in that case. Um, but I recently bought somebody on Etsy. See, it's Etsy for me. I'm just really into Etsy right now. Um, spatulas that are oh, I told you about those. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, I love they're those. spatulas that have Harry Potter oriented designs on them and cutouts. They're like wood burned. Yeah, so it's like I didn't pick mine. I just let it be random. They have like six different designs. I don't know. I did five or six. I meant six. Um, it's okay. You keep so getting cut off anyway in the middle. I, so. um, somebody said it's not. It's probably my computer. Oh, um, it's just your computer. Okay, that's great. I was going to say it's cheap. It's not cheap. Um, it's, not it's just cheap. an it's old cheap. Mac that I decided to spend a little bit less money on than a new Mac because the new Macs are smaller than the old Macs. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, so they're wood burns and like they have like the castle or they have like words and I just really thought they were cute. I'll share a link on uh, Twitter or somewhere on Instagram or maybe yeah. whatever I can find them. But they have really a lot cute. of different fandoms also. So yeah. like they have like Batman ones. Mm -hmm. I, I got Lord of the Rings spoons for someone last year. That was my Mr. Mac lead gift. And yeah. also on Etsy, also related to baking. I don't think she's watching, but I'm not going to say her name anyway. I just <laughs> bought a friend for the holidays a Niffler cookie cutter, and they also had, like, really, really intricate ones of, like, My Little Pony, a lot of them, Pokemon. They had, like, really cute themed ones, and they were big cookie cutters, too. Um, so I was really excited to find that for her because she texted me. She's like, I, didn't, I don't know if you got me anything, but I got you a gift, and I was like, uh, I'm definitely getting something, but I totally forgot to buy anything. I was like, yeah, no, of course, don't worry. And I'm like, run to Etsy. Um, I'm a little behind in gift buying this year, but it's okay. Hanukkah hasn't even begun yet. I mean, in my family, I feel like there's no expectation, really, of getting everybody a Hanukkah present, because my family is so huge that it would be ridiculous for everybody We do to $10 gifts to avoid that. Like, there you can't go over. a lot of people that would be like... a lot of people, too. Yeah, and... In just my immediate family, we have nine of us. So, see, ten. my family is more just like 
here's something cool. Why don't you buy it? Yeah, so, no. So I in my family, them, we, yeah. we ask, can I get this for my mm. Hanukkah present? Can I get this for my right. Coleman present? Yeah. There's no surprise. For parents, yes. For the rest of it, we all gave each other Amazon lists. Nice. <laughs> Very organized. Yeah. I guess I, maybe I should give my mother Hanukkah gifts. I don't know. I only get my sister because her birthday is usually on Hanukkah. On Thanksgiving, my dad told me what he wanted, and I literally ordered it on the spot. And it was the best <laughs> thing ever because my dad is so hard to buy things oh, for. I got my dad a bug recently from Wish.com, and it says uh, it's got a little Pusheen cat on it, and it's got the glasses and uh, and the, the Gryffindor scarf, and it's Aww. sitting on a broomstick, and it says Espresso Peronum. <laughs> and like, like, my dad, when I gave it to my dad, he just like started laughing. <laughs> oh, I want that. Um, but yeah, what else? Any cool other gifts that we've seen? Um... um I, don't, I haven't actually subscribed to this service, but um, a cousin of mine um, has been inviting me to plays that she has been able to get um, discounted tickets for. Um, I think it's called Gold Club, and it's like, um, I think it's a seat filler service, as in they sell some tickets at discounted rates to make sure that they have people in the theater so right. that um, they don't have to worry. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, some of these plays are doing very well, it looks like, you know, but, like, they also they just... They would rather play to a full house. Right? Yeah, they would rather have more people in the audience. Um, and you're not supposed to say which plays, so I'm not going to say which plays. Um, but one of them was Broadway, and one of them was off-Broadway. Um, and they were both very good and very high-quality acting and... Um, good experiences and they basically they cost each ticket cost me five dollars that's awesome I yeah. definitely uh -huh. sign up for this that's what, so, pay like a flat rate i think you pay like a 60 dollar yearly fee or something like that you know not all of the plays you pay, pay a lot of the things that they offer are like obscure stuff that you're right. not gonna know but no, occasionally if you see it grab yeah. it you know it'll is be it only new york or is it outside here I think it's just New York. It wouldn't really make um, sense outside of New York. I mean, like, I mean, you I could like you could check yeah. you could check what their availability and stuff is. So far, it looks like it's basically been Hi, everybody for who just things got there it. in New York. Um, that's pretty good because if you see one Broadway show for sixty five dollars, essentially, that's a good yeah. Micah Micah says that they had a subscription like that, but they didn't use it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's probably, like, it's the type of thing you have to either try or, like, watch really carefully to right. see if you want it. I mean, yeah. on that note, there's also movie... Movie tabs. My brother yeah. has just started using that, and it's basically paid for itself at this that point. That seems yeah. like probably the most useful subscription, because if you see it one movie, like that business this model can't itself. possibly... Yeah. That, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't think the business model is sustainable. How much do you he, then pay per ticket? I mean, you pay I, what? How much? I think how you pay the flat months? rate per, per month, month, and then... Month. And it's like $25 a month, so if you see two movies a month, you pay for it, essentially. Oh, I think wow. if you buy a okay. yearly subscription, it's like $8 a month. Yes, and so crazy. then it, yeah, then it definitely pays And the tickets are... And the tickets, yeah, they cost... Are free? Or? Yeah, you, get, you, just, oh. you just go... I think they're a blackout, like you can't see it the first right. week or something. Yeah. Um, but I might be wrong on and that. It's only, and it's not every single theater, but right. it's like... A good number of theaters. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking of signing up for that because that is. Um, yeah, grab it before it goes under. So have you seen the ads for the Broadway live streaming service to watch Broadway shows online? I have no. not seen those ads. Oh I, my god! I probably wouldn't, but that makes a lot of sense, especially since most people can't go see Broadway. I'm shows. also pretty sure that um, I looked this up at one point and I don't remember exactly where, but I think it's affiliated with the New York Public Library. They have archives. All Broadway shows have been recorded. Yes. Yes. And that if you go in and you request admission during the times that they're open and available, you basically get to sit in a little booth with a little screen, you know, and, and headphones, and you can watch the play all well, by yourself. I mean, they're not, they're not, like, theatrically filmed. They're, like, it's just no, like you're watching on the stage. But yeah, like, but, like, that's your experience in the theater, kind of. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, and so, like, you can't invite, you know, people over, you know, and, like, have a watching party or something like that, you know? Right. But if you want to see a play... Like, you know, if you want to see Hamilton, you know, you probably can see it <laughs> this way. You know, and it's probably gonna, with the original cast. It they're going to release that at some point. Well, they filmed it for they a filmed it already, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so I still want to see it. I apply to the lottery every single day. <laughs> Do you really? Yes, I get the notifications to sign in every single day. I've been doing it for like a year, but they now, there is a different app. That wasn't the official one, but it, it like used the official lotto. Mm -hmm. But now the they have an official. Is it uh, the red one? No. Okay. Oh uh, no, they don't have their they don't have it there. But it was like some guy who made it was called the Ham app, mm -hmm. and it was specifically an app that they made for 
Is that Scott? Did Scott sign in on Nice Jewish Fangirls and say hi to us? Or was that? Because oh, somebody on a nice nice Jewish fangirls just is saying hi. hello. Was that you? No, I don't okay. think it was any of us. So it must be <laughs> Scott. Oh, hi, Scott. <laughs> Rather, you didn't use our account. But sure. Um, well, Scott is a nice Jewish fangirl. So mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> Scott is the head of Jewish Coffee House, which we are affiliated. Yes, with. say hi to Scott, everybody. Check out their other podcasts. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we. Came up with the yeah. topic. <laughs> I'm just like I'm. Seriously... Last time we did a gift uh, guide, we we prepared in advance and we what did a round robin and yeah, we had a lot of ideas. Well, I I kind of forgot that we weren't gonna have another podcast out before Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah begins on Tuesday night for anybody yes. who is not in the nose. Why are you using? I'm trying to get. Trying to oh, s- it is Scott. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> why are you using? See, my deductive abilities are in, are really really great here. <laughs> I, th- I think you might have accident. Yeah, it's it's easy to accidentally. Sometimes I, I post something and I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Whenever I try to like a nice Jewish fangirls post as myself, I end up liking it as us, and then it's like, okay, that's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? So what are you guys? What are you guys into right now? What are your current obsessions? What are all the cool kids into? Yeah. You're all cool. Um, Definitely. Well, while we wait and see if anybody answers, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy two again last night. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's still pretty good. I like the the plot is like whatever the plot is, but it's oh, like baby Groot. Baby Groot. <laughs> like, so well, baby Groot, and also they gave Gamora something to do yeah. that wasn't like mooning after Peter. So mm-hmm. like that was, that was a little less better good. than the original. Yeah, like I left the original pissed off because it was just like. Well, I mean, Gamora I wasn't. She was kind of just like ignoring him, and then like they decided that okay. Who needs chemistry? We're yeah, just going to put them together. Yes. My friend who I watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because of last night just said hi. So, hi, Aliana. Hi, Aliana. Um, I still, I mean, I still think that there were some plot. It wasn't that there were major plot points. They kind of covered everything that they brought up yeah. at one point in the movie and then, like, re- went back to it. I'm not going to say spoiler for it, but it's, like, kind of like a, a lazy plot that they did particularly well, I guess. Yeah, with the first one, that's what you kind of want. Like, I, I, I prefer low key plots to like, you know, MacGuffin Central and everything's going crazy. I'm gonna get my phone. Finish season two of Mika. You finished, Mika. You finished season two and starting season three of what? I feel like it's gonna be Black Mirror because a lot of people have been telling me about that this weekend. Um, Also, The Crown just came out, and I'm going to binge. People were very excited about that. everything out of it. Um, yeah, I don't watch The Crown. <laughs> Why not? It's so good. I don't want to watch real people in unhappy marriages. So I don't need that in my life. That was part of why I don't want to watch Black Mirror is that I've heard it's very I'm dark. not sure what season he's talking about, but he did bring up the Infinity, Infinity trailer, mm-hmm. Infinity War trailer, which was very cool. I just found out that they had recast Thanos since he originally appeared in the first cutscene. It's Josh Brolin. No, but it wasn't him in the first cutscene oh, that okay. featured him, okay. and I'm kind of annoyed because I don't like how Josh Brolin looks with Thanos. Well, he, um, <laughs> I can't say it in polite company. What do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> you should tweet it. Check out my, uh, my Marvel podcast, Level 7 Access, where we go into depth on exactly what part of the human body Thanos looks like. <laughs> Uh, really nice Jewish fangirls material though. NC <laughs> seventeen. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think it's like, kind of silly at this point that they can't figure out a good way to make some of their characters. Some of their characters look so not superhero cheesy. Yeah. Some of them just do. Well, you know, I'm kind of like I don't really mind the cheesy look. I'm I'm more I'm more concerned with like the. <laughs> the like emotional part of the movie that like it'll just be so like there's so many characters and it's yeah, so it's be much tough. that like yeah I mean I've heard like from people working on the movie and they they really like it that's they good think it's good that's so, good they're working on it they should like what they're working yeah on. well they don't always <laughs> um but especially you know working for Marvel is not wait easy, you but. did something interesting recently I did yes I did, <laughs> I did. it has sort of related <laughs> to do with Marvel by association with Disney which now owns Louis well. yeah uh. <laughs> yeah it was the set of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for their 100th episode um it was actually not quite as cool as the first time I watched The Separations of Shield. Oh, so sorry. Well, because no, that's when we got to really like go around the set. Going to the set of my favorite really TV cool. show is so boring the second time. No, no, time. no. It was not boring. It was wonderful, and I feel very, very grateful to have been able to go. Um, but it was cool because it was their 100th episode, so they had a party, and like they had a huge cake, and like I got a slice of the cake, and was like, thank you, I 
craft service food is really good. Oh my god, craft service. I've been on multiple, like, film and TV sets that it's just like, what? Oh my god. Like, how... This is amazing. (laughs) And I can't... I'm like, okay, I'll have the banana. (laughs) I'll have the packaged Kit Kat. But, uh... Kit are good. Kit are good, yeah. cons that they... At one con I was at this year, they didn't even have, like, potato chips or water. So there was literally food and, like, intense drinks that were definitely not kosher, and that was it. And I just couldn't eat anything, and it was honestly so annoying. Just have some water. Water would be nice. (laughs) I could bring food. It was fine. Yeah, bringing your own food to a con is, uh... I'm, like, very familiar with the way stuff tastes after it's been in my knapsack for mm. a while. <laughs> and I've been well, sweating. I'm going to Hawaii next month for a friend's wedding, and I'm already considering what food I need to bring with me. Oh, yeah. They do have a chabad, but it's They have a couple crazy. Yeah. yeah, so I'll look at Fresh into. fruits and vegetables. I don't eat fruit. Fun fact about uh, tomorrow. Oh. I'm not I don't usually eat a lot of them, because most of them I'm allergic to, but... Um, I wish that was my excuse. I'm just picky <laughs> when it comes to fruits. Um, I mean, cream cheese, bagels... I'm not going to bring nice. those on a plane to... Well, I mean, I can buy them in Hawaii. Bagels. Um, I mean, cream cheese bagels. I'm not going to bring on a plane. Oh. Can't have an entire state without bagels. But, I mean, it is a long flight. Right? Mm. Um, what else? We've been talking already for almost 40 minutes. Oh, wow. We are... Amazing, and we have said nothing. Your <laughs> Warriors looks super interesting. Yes, that is true. Um, Marvel's doing a new show, um, like an animated... They're doing a lot of... Bye, Mikey! Um... They're doing a lot of animated stuff. Um, Squirrel Girl? Squirrel Girl is going to be in this. I thought yes. they canceled it. Well, okay, so that was a show called New Warriors that nobody knows what's happening with. Mm-hmm. At least I don't know what's happening with. It's that was supposed action. to be live action. This but the animated. actress who is doing, who's playing Squirrel Girl, mm-hmm. Melena, uh, she's Jewish, actually. Oh, cool. um, yeah. She is doing the voice of Squirrel Girl. Um, Chloe Bennett from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is voicing her character. Mm-hmm. Ming Na is voicing a different character. Um so much. Um, I just found out the reason I'm like asking you about Squirrel Girl is because oh, I Carol Khan's gonna be in it. Mm. So That's good. it's like it's it seems cool. Yeah, ladies, Spider-Man. Doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I Spider Man's in it too. Yeah. Um, I just found out that Squirrel Girl is the only person in the Marvel universe to actually kill Thanos. Yes. <laughs> Which I just like my mind. She is the cool. unbeatable Squirrel Girl. And I was just like, oh, we really need to give her a movie now. Oh, no, we can't do that. Oh, also, Jude Law is going to be in Captain Marvel, which, um... Ooh. Yeah, I see. I He's in a lot of things I don't recently. really care for him, but that's all right. Bring Colin Farrell back. Whatever. <laughs> um... Yeah. Did someone else ask a question, I think, earlier yeah. on, but I couldn't see it? I, I can't get it to come up on back. my phone. Oh, no, we can't scroll back. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Well, We'd, if you asked, ask us again. If we haven't seen or talked about your comment, ask again. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking, we haven't talked about books in a while, and I just oh, read, true. based on Michelle's... There are some books yeah. over there. <laughs> There's a pile of, like, six books right here. Um, Those all mine? These five are yours, and that one's SM's. Oh, wow. uh, so I just read, based on... That's not the first one, but whatever. I just read the Lockwood & Co. series. Based on Michal's suggestion, these are Michal's books. Um, so I'm giving them back to her so I can have room on my bookshelf. Because <laughs> I just got some new books, and I'm hoping to get some more new books this month. This was the other book that I'm totally not interested in talking about. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> oh, yeah, do you want to update people Very on, on the status oh. of our challenges? Oh, yeah, so we can do that. So a few weeks ago, we all dared each other to do different things. So, Asen, how are you doing on your challenges? Um, I have finished the two books um, of the Queen's Thief series by Megan Whalen Turner that Michal assigned me. Um, and I am halfway through the, uh, Korean drama Healer that Tamara signed me. Also amazing. And I have finished, um, I think two and a half seasons of The Great British Bake Off. Yes! <laughs> I made myself stop watching it because I wasn't getting anything no, else done. Continue. And it does get a little bit samey after a little while. You need to take a break, um, after mainlining like a season and a half. But it is, it is really good. That's <laughs> so not good. a criticism of the series. It was just a fact. Um... Uh, and I finished reading uh, Cordelia's Honor by Lois McMaster Field, right. which I have thoughts. Did <laughs> enjoy it though? Um, to any degree? I think it's good. I didn't. It's not my type of book. I mean, it definitely is. It's good. Not like, a I book. get why you like it. Like, definitely. Mm. It's just, I mean, I'll go into this in greater detail. It's just my, not my particular taste. It's okay. I'm going to be going very. <laughs> 
I'm going to be going into all of the issues that I had with Queen's <laughs> and why I don't intend to read any uh, of the day. Wait, super spoilery. Um, I finished the full pen gospels that SM told me to read, and I never want to talk about it ever. Um, Tomorrow has no chance. I am wearing a sorry I can't sports shirt that I just got, and I'm it in love with. It is barely about sports. It is very like, much about sports. It's very a little talking about a good half of the time. I think time. sports is kind of like, like it's like cilantro or whatever. It's <laughs> like if you don't like it, then a little bit tastes like a lot. It was more that I just didn't care for like this guy's description of locker room mm. talk and of how that surrounds sports. It was just like a lot of locker room talk and sports talk, and those are things I don't care for. And then I also finished the first season of Avatar Legend of Korra, and it was good, and I see why people like it. I'm not really particularly sure if I'm going to watch more of it, but if I download it for a flight, I'll probably binge it. I'm just like, I don't really have, like, I don't care for it. I don't really like watching so cartoons. <laughs> I had the same problem with like the first um, Avatar. I just did. I mean, it was good. Right. Uh, it was also really political. Yes. But yeah, we'll talk about that more in detail in another episode. Um, After which we will scratch each other's eyes out. Seems <laughs> like I'm gonna be the one annoying everybody. Oh off. man. Um, so I think that you both will be upset with me for not liking the yeah. thief. <laughs> oh no! I mean, that book has a lot of issues. It's weird. Mm. But we it's should, good. We should also read the thief again because that's what I had to do. Yeah, you have to read it twice. That's I read them both twice actually. No, I yeah. I mean I didn't read it. I didn't twice. read it twice, but like when I found out a bunch of the twists, I was like I would go back and I would read them and I would be like, eh. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. What are you guys looking forward to? Yeah. What are you What are you excited for in 2018? Jeez, so please. We're going to work two years from the 20s. Oh, my God. Is there another Wonder Woman movie coming out anytime soon? 2019. <laughs> there is Aquaman coming out, but I didn't see Justice League, so I, I don't know if I'm going to watch that. Um, if anybody wants to sponsor a trip to NJ for a nice Jewish fangirls to go to Justice League, yeah. that might be the only way. I, I will pay I, to see that movie. I, 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 pay. I said pay yes, to see that yeah. movie. I don't, like, I, it, like, I have, I will not see... Uh, Superman Returns or Batman vs. Superman, they have had way too bad reviews and I don't think I'll enjoy them at all. I see that I might glean some enjoyment from Justice League. Justice League. Movies are really expensive. Mm. So I watched the first Superman and we like literally turned it off like 20 minutes before the end. We were just like, this movie is bad. And then we didn't watch Batman vs. Superman. I watched Suicide Squad with a friend for oh, like no. a good... Probably like a good 50 minutes to an hour, we were just like, we are done. Like, the fact that I turned off two DC movies after giving them a really solid time to lead yeah. in was just like, what are you doing here? But I saw that they scrapped their whole thing the other day, so that's cool. Yeah, they're, they're revamping. Rethinking their identity. Good. <laughs> DC, you need it. Give it to Patty Jenkins. <laughs> just give her every. Although I did hear one person say that Greg Berlanti was going to be taking. Oh, I'm looking forward to A Wrinkle in Time. Oh yeah, I, I saw a trailer it. for that. You don't have to read it to I'm, watch. Well, the movie. I want to read it because I've okay. never read it, so I'm, I should make up for that. I'm, I'm feeling like there are certain things in in the book that like. One, I remember my one of my cousins read it, and his critique was that it's like she takes a lot of emotions and she tries to make them into like tangible, physical sorts of things, mm -hmm. and. So that didn't it doesn't necessarily work for everyone, and I right. feel like cinematically there are things that you can do to evoke certain emotions mm -hmm. that may work better on screen than on page. That right. sounds like my response to the cursed child. It might be better as a play than a book. Also, I just like I saw the trailer. Like I hadn't, I, I don't watch trailers in general, but like sometimes I go to movies and then there are trailers. So movies know. and I enjoy them when I'm there, but like I don't go seek them out because I don't like spoilers. If you, I like to go in so that you would miss all the trailers. That'd be insane. Yeah, no, my <laughs> my friend was like really, you know, we were going to see Wonder, which was amazing. Um, but she was, like, really upset that we might miss the, any of the trailers. We didn't miss any of them, but, yeah, that was her main consideration. And for me, it's like, if we miss the trailers, oh well, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, so the trailer, and, like, it's directed by Ava DuVarney, who did Selma. Um, and one of the writers, at least one of the writers, is one of the ones who was involved in, in Frozen. Um, and just, if you just look at the casting, like, I wasn't... I, 
couldn't, I didn't know at first what, what it was. And it, it starts off with like Chris Pine and then like almost everybody else in the, in the trailer is like a person of color. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't expect that because like you don't usually get that in big blockbuster movies, you know, Oprah is in it. Oprah is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. she produce it? She yeah. might have. I think she produced it. I think she and Ava DuVernay or BFF. Yeah, they should be. Yeah, just like the diversity in the casting, you know, like that that made it you know stand out as in like, you know, they're doing what they want with this movie, you know, like mm -hmm. they're they're fulfilling, you know, their vision of it. And right. There was there was a scene in there um, where like everybody is bouncing the ball. If you if you've read the book, you know exactly where it is, and like it captured the feel exactly. Um, so I am I am optimistic about this movie, and I try to keep my expectations in general very neutral and very low for book adaptations because you never know, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, for movies in general, because then if you keep your expectations low, it's very hard to be disappointed. Um, <laughs> Classic Anything in 2018? Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Jessica Jones season two, mm -hmm. even though I'm sure it's going to be emotionally disturbing, to say the least, um, but <laughs> Jessica Jones is like my favorite Marvel character. They're bringing back Kilbert, right? Yeah, they are, but I... Well, maybe in her head. The theory is that he's probably in her head. That um, is what Entertainment Weekly said this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, so and the trailer, there was a trailer released yesterday, just a quick teaser. Um, mm -hmm. And what I like about it also is that they get that she's a funny character. Like, they, like, Jessica Jones is incredibly difficult to watch, but it's also hilarious. Yeah, I couldn't get through more than two episodes. Yeah, but it's, it's funny. She, like, she has these, these one-liners and these quips and, like, just goes through. She's a very life, darkly like acerbic, sarcastic character. Yeah. Um, so I, I really yeah, good. I like her, and um, it'll be nice to focus on a character that I like after having to watch Iron Fist, and <laughs> Defenders, which was not good, and then so yeah, and I didn't watch Punisher. No. Oh, I've been meaning to watch it, but yeah, I've heard it's good. I'm just, I'm just like, uh, I don't need a white guy with a gun. I'm good. I'm really good. How's the runways doing? Runaways is fun. Um, I, it's not... I read the comic and I liked it. Oh, okay. So then Someone has a question about if we're excited for Doctor Who. Um, I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in 2018, but Christmas special and we're having a female doctor. I really am quite ambivalent about just them switching it up and kind of trying too hard to either not switch it up enough or trying too hard to be like, she is radically different from the rest of the doctors. When I really kind of hope that they just play it off like just normal regeneration and like, oh, I'm a girl now and like I'm still not a ginger. Um, so, I mean, I think that'd be the best take on it. Like, I think Doctor Who always thrives when they switch doctors by like hyping it up for a few seconds and then like new person, new, new, yeah, now you have a new personality. But like, yeah. I hope her personality isn't that she's a woman. That's a cop out of a personality right. for the yes. doctor. Um, like, it'd be nice if they added some different elements to her, like, she's a little bit more maternal or something, but also I don't really care about that, because the doctor isn't really supposed to be maternal, the doctor's supposed to be scary and good. <laughs> that sounds really weird when I say that. Like, Oz, the great, Oz the great and terrible. Except he's actually great and terrible. Or, or the doctor. I have to get used to not saying he. That's... She. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say yeah. she for her, but I feel like now when I refer to the doctor, I'm going to have to be they, more careful to say the doctor. You, yeah. Or, yeah. Or the doctors yeah. instead of yeah. just... Well, I don't either. anticipate their writing devolving to the level of heavy-handedness of Supergirl. Like, Supergirl, like, just mentions every... Did we mention that we were women? Did we mention that? Did you notice I, that we're I, women? Yeah, I saw a screenshot the other day of, like, a picture of, like, eight women sitting in our office, and people, like, really liked it, and I appreciate why they liked it, but I also was just like, really? Like, this is not realistic at all to have eight women in office, that, unless it's a startup. Like, unless it's the Huffington Post. But, um... They still have guys there. Yeah. Like, I've never worked in a newsroom where... A lot of newsrooms are... Female, yeah, no, but, in a, but there's still no. I didn't see that particular well, screenshot, but there, there are definitely, there are definitely two, two uh, major characters who work in the newsroom who, who are men, right? Um, and yeah, and so I'm not sure all of the other characters, but um, yeah, in general, Supergirl has a hard time with like you know waving its arms around and being like, I've look at that. us being progressive, you yeah. know? Like I noticed that right from the pilot, and I was hoping that they would tune it, tone it down, and mm -hmm. they haven't. That's a bummer. Um, 
Yeah, but so in terms of nice Jewish fangirls, um, we're going to keep on sending nice Spanish Jewishness into your ears, um, whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, we are working on t-shirts. Um, we are working on... We have bookmarks. A possible, bookmarks. A possible Patreon or some kind yes. of similar service that you can Let us know what you would think about that. To. Because, um, I mean, I, unfortunately, we were like, let's do a Patreon. And then Patreon was like, we're taking all the money. So now we're not sure what we're going to do. Um, but it's something that we're thinking about. Obviously, no pressure to anybody. If you just want this to be free, that's all good. Um, okay. I like free stuff. Yeah. Um, Same. Yeah. If you haven't read our um, article, our feature in uh, Lilith Magazine blog. The blog of Lilith Magazine, but I'm just calling it Lilith Magazine. I don't know if they print that often. I think they print quarterly. Probably. Yeah. Um, But yeah, um, thanks to Rebecca Mordecai who did that uh, great piece. That was really, really cool. Great interview. Yeah. Anything else, peeps? Oh, there... Um, late uh, addition to the gift giving guide there I saw a sweatshirt on um, on wish when I was browsing the Jewish stuff and it's it's got a menorah on it and it says this is how we Jew it so like if you want some terrible Jewish puns <laughs> I'm really punny and even that was too much I'm really punny. I mean that's just trying too hard I don't know I feel like that is basically yeah, on the level of like us <laughs> with a different title. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright. Look at the comments section. Okay, well anyway. Thank you to everybody who came to to even if you just popped in for a bit, we really appreciate it. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Please leave us reviews, please. Please leave us reviews on <laughs> You might be entered for our next giveaway annoyingly. <laughs> we don't even know. But thank you guys so much. This uh we'll add this to the streams of the podcast yeah I, can't. I had two cups of coffee and i spoke <laughs> um you can listen to our older episodes on itunes stitcher google play podcast yeah. addict i recently found out podcast addict has us oh, oh cool. nice. that's annoying um but yeah so follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and please keep supporting nice jewish fan girls and happy holidays hug some everybody and live long and prosper guys bye